Hello, and welcome to Talking Opinions. I am Anthony Livingston Hall. Today I am talking about climbing Mount Everest. Because many climbers are doing so more for social media clicks than for life-affirming thrills. And for an increasing number of them, this pursuit of clicks is ending in death. The 2023 climbing season just ended last week. It saw a record number of 600 climbers summit Everest. But it also saw a record number of 17 climbers die trying. For adventurers, climbing this mountain is the pinnacle of human conquest. But it seems many set off on this adventure more prepared to die than climb. And only the narcissistic drive for clicks on social media explains this. It wouldn't surprise me if the 17 who died live-streamed their dying gasps of thin air. And because these days, oversharing like that seems to be the main reason for climbing Everest. And meanwhile, the dirty little secret is that what causes their deaths is not the deadly weather, avalanches or altitude sickness. It's the overcrowding which causes deadly delays. Because delays can cause oxygen tanks to run dry and climbers' strength to wane. This while they're all lined up, waiting for their turn to stand on the roof of the world. Singer-actress Mandy Moore epitomizes these climbing narcissists. Her Instagram story of her 10-day climb went viral. And it's all too easy to imagine her climbing over frozen bodies to get her money shots. <laughs> that mentality explains the rising toll of idiots who have died trying to post a stunts on social media. But no stunt is taller than climbing Mount Everest. That's why this Edmund Hillary Tenzing Norgay feat has become little more than a Sherpa-aided excursion for rich folks. In fact, most people posting their Everest adventures are white Westerners, like Mandy Moore. And you'd be hard-pressed to see in their posts any image of their Nepalese Sherpas and porters. But Westerners pay those Sherpas and porters tens of thousands to guide them and sometimes carry them up Mount Everest. Sure enough, reports about a Sherpa's daring efforts to save a climber's life inspired this episode. It happened just weeks ago, and, ironically, the climbers involved were Chinese and Malaysian, not Western. This Sherpa had led his Chinese clients within tantalizing distance of the summit when they came upon a Malaysian climber sitting and shivering 
in the snow. The area is generally known as the dead zone, and the Malaysian climber was clearly just waiting to die. But the Sherpa called off his expedition, dashing his client's chance at Everest glory and forfeiting his big payday. He then swaddled the shivering Malaysian climber, threw him on his back, and piggybacked him nearly 2,000 feet down the mountain. From there, a helicopter flew the Malaysian climber to an area hospital for life-saving medical care. By all accounts, it was the most heroic and self-sacrificing rescue ever. For what it's worth, though, I think climbing Il Capitan in California is an even greater testament to this kind of human conquest. Tommy Caldwell and Kevin Jurgelson are the latter-day Hillary and Norgay. They demonstrated unprecedented skill, perseverance and daring to climb Il Capitan. It took them 19 days in January 2015 to climb 3,000 feet straight up the face of this mountain. Theirs was the first free climb of the so-called Dawn Wall, because they used nothing but their hands and feet. Their gear included food and a portalage, which they fastened to the wall each night to eat and sleep, dangling on the side of the mountain. And there was not a Sherpa in sight. <laughs> if climbing Everest is like rowing the English Channel, climbing Il Capitan is like swimming it. But the rescue of that Malaysian climber, the overcrowding, and the trash climbers leave behind explain why climbing Mount Everest has jumped the shark. <laughs> Perversely, it also explains why so many people climb it these days, more for clicks than thrills. Our celebrity-obsessed culture is governed by social media. It seems nothing is worth experiencing unless it can be shared for publicity. And even Everest is not spared from being used as a prop for the digital narcissism this fosters. But ultimately, social media can kill you. Narcissism kills. I've posted a number of blog commentaries decrying this trend because the quest for likes and shares now overshadows not only the joys of life experiences but the dangers inherent in them. That's it. Subscribe for free wherever you listen to your podcasts. And for thought-provoking commentaries, often laced with humor, I invite you to visit my blog at www.ipjn.com. Thank you for listening 
and until the next Talking Opinions, goodbye.